1: Bismillah Rahmanir rahman alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh InshaAllah today we will be going over Juz 8 and going over some of the key themes in Juz 8 specifically Surah Al-An'am and we will be talking about the concepts and themes of arrogance and corruption of the previous nations and how that beautifully juxt- is juxtaposed by the justice, mercy and sovereignty of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Islam instills within us we will be starting with Sura Anam and we will
0: be going over Aya one fourteen of Surah Anam. A
1: Say, O Prophet. Should I seek a judge other than Allah while He is the one who has revealed for you the book with the truth perfectly explained? Those who were given the scripture know that it has been revealed to you from your Lord in truth, so do not be one of those who doubt. We see that the disbelievers, the pagans at the time, they were given the scriptures, they knew that Islam was the truth, and we see this coming in the form of a question. Should I seek a judge other than Allah? Well, He is the one who has revealed for you the book with the truth perfectly explained. And when we talk about seeking a judge, what does that mean? That means that this uh, verse denounces the very idea of seeking anyone other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for judgment in our life's affairs, in our economic affairs, in all affairs, in any matters whatsoever. We see the pagans in Jahiliyyah. They twisted the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and they made their own rules. We see in ayah 136
0: and 137 of Surah An'am, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, فَمَا كَانَ لِشُرَكَائِهِمْ فَلَا يَصِلُ إِلَى اللَّهِ وَمَا كَانَ لِلَّهِ فَهُوَ يَصِلُ إِلَى شُرَكَائِهِمْ سَاءَ مَا يَحْكُمُونَ وَكَذَلِكَ زَيَّنَ لِكَثِيرٍ مِّنَ الْمُشْرِكِينَ قَتْلَ أَوْلَادِهِمْ, أولادهم شُرَكَاءَهُمْ لِيرُدُوهُمْ
1: The pagans set aside for Allah's share of the crops and cattle he created, saying, This portion is for Allah, so they claim. And this one is one of our associate gods. If the portion of their associate gods is not shared with Allah, while Allah's portion is shared with their associate gods, what unfair judgment. Likewise the pagans evil associates have made it appealing to them to kill their own children only leading to their destruction as well as the confusion in their faith had it been Allah's will they would not have done such a thing so leave them and their falsehood we see the practices of the disbelievers you know in their ec- economic life you know in the life of their uh, in their family life you know these concepts were present um, and one example that is given is splitting of the crops. They they used to give a portion to God, saying this was for Allah, and they would give another por- uh, portion to their false deities. And they would say they would claim that this is in their practice, and this is how they would show gratitude to uh, to the to the Creator. In their social system, they would be encouraged by their pagans' evil associates to kill their own children, who are the pagans' evil associates. These are the priests and lawmakers of the land who added their own traditions, to, who added their own rules to the law of the land. And they tried to be not just lawmakers, they tried to be Rabb of the land. They were, in essence, the, the ones who gave the rules that people would live by. And they would induce fear of poverty and shame. And this would, would, would result in the killing of daughters and sons in some circumstances. But we see the total opposite when it comes to the teachings of Islam in, in uh, surah an'am Ayah 151
0: and 152 Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says kun tul ta'alu atlu ma har wa ma rabbukum 'alaykum <laughs> allatushriku bihi shay'an walwalidayni ولا تقتلوا النفس التي حرم الله الا بالحق ذلكم وصاكم به لعلكم تعقلون ولا تقربوا مال اليتيم الا بالتي هي احسن حتى يبلغ اشده واوفوا الكيل والميزان بالقسط لا نكلف نفسا الا وسعها Say, O Prophet, come, let
1: me recite to you what your Lord has forbidden to you. Do not associate others with Him in worship. Do not fail to honor your parents. Do not kill your children for fear of poverty. We provide for you and for them. And do not come near indecencies, openly or secretly. Do not take a human life made sacred by Allah, except, except with legal right. This is what He has commanded you, so perhaps you will understand. And do not come near the wealth of the orphan, unless intending to enhance it, until they attain maturity. Give full measure and weigh with justice. We never require any uh, of any soul more than what it can afford. Whenever you speak, maintain justice, even regarding a close relative. And f- fulfill your covenant with Allah. This is what He has commanded you, so perhaps you will be mindful. The, the cornerstone of the deen is we do not associate anyone other than Allah in all matters of our life. We understand that Allah SWT protects the family from the parent to the child, and the child to the parent. We see in the ayah, it says to honor your parents. It tells the children to honor their parents, and it tells the parents do not kill your children for fear, fear of poverty. We know that sustenance, at the end of the day, comes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And whatever is in our risk is written for us. This ayat protects families. These rules and regulations protect families, they protect parents, they protect children, but also the most vulnerable of society. We see those who do not have parents, who do not have families. These are the orphans. And justice is not only enforced on uh, people who have families, but also uh, it protects the orphans of society, where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, do not even come near the wealth of the orphan unless in, intending to enhance it. And this all happens when we instill and we implement the rules of economics and life within our society. Furthermore, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the end of Surah An'am, Ayah 160
0: and 161. وَمَن جَاءَ بِالسَّيِّئَةِ فَلَا يُجْزَىٰ إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا وَلَا يُجْزَىٰ إِلَّا مِثْلَهَا وَهُمْ لَا يُظْلَمُونَ قُلْ إِنَّنِي هَدَانِي رَبِّي إِلَىٰ صِرَاطٍ مُّسْتَقِيمٍ Qul innani hadani rabbi ila siratin mustaqim dinan qayiman millata ibrahima hanifan
1: wama kana min al-mushrikeen whoever comes with a good deed will be rewarded tenfold but whoever, whoever comes with a bad deed will be punished for only one none will be wronged say o prophet Surely my Lord has guided me to the straight path, a perfect way, the faith of Abraham, the upright, who was not one of the polytheists. So we see a, this, the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the distinction being made where Allah wa ta'ala says a good deed will be rewarded tenfold. This is the creator of the heavens and the earth telling us if you do a good deed, it will be rewarded tenfold and if you do a bad deed, it will only be punished for one. Not only is Allah wa ta'ala just in His rules, but Allah wa ta'ala is just in and merciful when it comes to laying down the law and punishing. And furthermore, in ayahs
0: 164 and 165, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, <speaking in Hebrew> إِنَّ رَبَّكَ سَرِيْعُ الْعِقَابِ وَإِنَّهُ لَغَفُورٌ
1: رَحِيمٌ Say, O Prophet, should I seek a Lord other than Allah while He is the Lord of everything? No one will reap except what they sow. No soul burdened with sin will bear the burden of another. Then to your Lord is your return, and He will inform you of your differences. He is the one who has placed you as successors on earth and elevated some of you in rank over others so he may test you with what he has given you. Surely your Lord is swift in punishment, but he is certainly all-forgiving, most merciful. You know, we see the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the previous ayat as well, where a good is multiplied. And we see Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala repeating this. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swift in punishment, but he is the all-forgiving, the most merciful. These ayat summarize total devotion to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala, associating no, no one else with Allah. That is our deen associating no one else with Allah and implementing total devotion not only in our family life, not only in our personal life, but also in the way we build uh, business and we work with others in economics and so on and so forth in all matters of our life from social to economic to f- uh, familial. And this juxtaposes the evil and corrupt concepts of the disbelievers beautifully. And we understand that Allah Taala is the most just and his rules are the most just. And we have to work and understand Islam holistically to understand the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and implement it within our lives. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to unite as an ummah and implement the rules and the justice and mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ameen ya Rabbil Alim.